This podcast is a production of the Community Covenant Church in Eagle River, Alaska, a place where real people meet a real God to live in a real world. For more information, visit our website at www.communitycovenant.net. All right. Good morning, all. My, my name is Eric Johnson, and I'm uh, really privileged to be with you all today. Uh, we're really grateful for this church's support over the years, um, your prayer and your financial support. I just have the opportunity um, to introduce our students. Uh, it says, we are Alaska Christian College. This is Alaska Christian College right here. And so I'm just going to start with uh, Deborah Secuse. Deborah is from Elam. And I think your church has some real uh, part that you've kind of played in ministry with Elam. And so grateful to have Deborah here. Um, Jessica Moran is from Hooper Bay. And Elijah Mutchen is from Chivac. And then Adam Begay is from Loop, Arizona. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, ACC has been uh, fortunate to have about a dozen students from uh, Navajo students from Arizona over the last uh, two, three years. So grateful to have you guys here. Yeah. <clears throat> so as many of you know, our church um, was at the very beginning of Alaska Christian College. Uh, those in our church that were a part of that and continue to be a part of that. And uh, it has been a ministry that has impacted um, students, not only from across the state of Alaska, but now Arizona. And uh, it is a a privilege uh, to be a part of what God is doing in the hearts and lives of the students at ACC. And those that are here today really... Um, are representative of many, many, many more. And so rather than have someone give a message today, we thought, would it be great if you got to hear from the students themselves? And then you you multiply each story or each answer to the question uh, times, what, 75 or 80? And uh, you'll have an idea of the magnitude and the impact. uh, 81 this fall. 81, okay, that Alaska Christian College uh, is having. So, um, as the students come up today, really this is meant to be just a conversation. And uh, although it feels kind of formal, uh, let's pretend this is like the kitchen table. And, and you're here with family because we are your family. And you're sharing with your family, you're, you're home from school uh, over the, the holiday or the break, and you're sharing about some great things that are going on in your life. So that's kind of how we're going to do this today. And so, the first question that we want to ask, and it really helps us understand um, where you've been and where you are now and what the Lord is doing in your lives, is uh, what was it like growing up in your particular village? And um, how is that different than what someone who would grow up, let's say, in Anchorage would experience? So what was it like growing up, and, and how is life in the village different, especially for a young person, than it might be here uh, in Anchorage. Who'd like to answer that? Give that a shot. Anybody? Yeah, all right. Let's go on down to Adam, right? All right, Adam. Uh, being home in Loop, uh, just play basketball. Uh, it's hot, really hot. Gets like close to 100 every summer. 
So what we do is, well, I'm a cowboy. What I do for fun is play around with horses or get hurt by bulls, get stepped on, um, go to rodeos, just, uh, do anything to like have fun like a normal teenage boy would do in my area, skateboard, and just be with family and drive around. There's more road systems on there, so get to drive everywhere I want to go. All right, Adam. So, um, <clears throat> but the average, let's say, uh, young adult here in Anchorage, you wouldn't find them bull riding or calf roping or... No. Right, okay, all right. So in Arizona, that, that's a unique experience for you. Yeah, okay. Anybody else like to answer that question? What was it like? Um, back at home, it's like everybody knows each other. And like the big thing is everybody loves to play ball. And we do a lot of subsistence hunting, like boating and just being in the outdoors. And it's different from here because we're not on a road system and we have a lot of tundra and a lot of all that space. It's not really crowded. Now, now you're from the village of Chivak? Yes. Now, now where, where is that on the map for those of us who might not be familiar with uh, western Alaska? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, like southwestern Alaska. It's almost on the coast, but not really. And how many people uh, live in your village? Um, about a thousand people. Okay, so it's pretty large. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind of, compared to Anchorage, not so much, right? You know, yeah. Pastor Todd, I think we need to have Jessica give this answer. Last night, she said in answer to this question, we were kind of talking about, she said concrete would be a difference. Mm-hmm. See, they have no paved roads in Hooper Bay. Wow. Yeah, the roads are um, dirt road, and it's really bumpy. <laughs> like when you drive a four-wheeler. We drive four-wheelers instead of cars, so it's... There was a picture earlier of us riding down in the beach. And, and how old were you when you started driving a four-wheeler? I'm just curious. My dad let me drive when I was 16, the legal age. Okay, the legal age. Yeah. Now, when I was there last year to Hooper Bay, uh, it looked like there were a lot of kids younger than 16 driving yeah. four-wheelers. Yeah, my sister was driving earlier. Yeah, and... and, and uh, eight. Yeah, eight. Nine. And, and, and so you have to, I'll give you the context. They're, they're driving these four-wheelers, they're eight-year-olds, and across the back you might find a rifle or uh, some other hunting instrument. It's, it's different than what you might see here in Anchorage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's wonderful. Yeah. And Hooper Bay is right there on, on the ocean. Yeah, it's on the coast, on the Bering Sea. Yeah, and so there's a lot of activity that goes on uh, in hunting in the sea, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of men go hunting for their families. Okay. In fact, last year, the, the meeting, the annual meeting of the Alaska Conference was hosted uh, and, at Hooper Bay. And so we had the opportunity of going there and, and getting to, to, to meet our brothers and sisters there. We had a great time. By the way, if you want to ever experience hospitality, man, you go out uh, to one of the villages, for example, Hooper Bay, and it's like your family. And it, it is a great, great experience. So thank you uh, for, for the hospitality. I'm going to ask another question. How's that sound? Hold on to the, the okay. mic and you can pass it on or answer it if you'd like. Um, 
We, we haven't heard from Deborah yet from Elam, so maybe you might want to share. But here's the question. Um, what has your faith journey been like? Um, and what ultimately made you decide you wanted to come to ACC to go to school? Anyone can answer that. You want, you want to take a crack at that, Deborah? Yeah. Um, it's for, I started going to church when I was really young. My parents would take us to Sunday school, and once we got old enough, we got to go to a Bible camp up in Uniquit. And so I started going when I was in fifth grade, maybe, and then up until my junior year. I couldn't go my senior year because I was at a training program, but I heard of ACC when I was in junior high at Bible camp, and so like when I, I graduated, um, I was supposed to go to UAF, but I somehow the plans didn't work out, even though I had everything set. But um, so I. Um, my, faith, my faith journey really started up when I was at home mm -hmm. and like really went off like and um, I got a call from a recruiter and I wasn't sure if I wanted to come to ACC but I did and I he called me one night it was like maybe 7 or 8 o'clock at night and we were talking on the phone and so he I said, yeah, I'll go. And he made plans, and I was leaving the very next morning. And wow. So <laughs> the very next morning, I took off to Nome. And before I left that night, I said bye to close family and close friends, and mm. only they knew. And so, like, um, it's really hard leaving family, but I got through it. I took it week by week, every day by day and said my prayers, and they were answered, and I'm still here at ACC. It's my third semester. Wow. Now, did you hear how um, the Covenant Bible Camp at Uniclete was an, was an important part of Deborah's faith journey? Uh, we, uh, every year, have uh, people who go there and are participants in the camp, in fact, Sandy Gold, where's Sandy? Sandy's right back there. Sandy, you're going to be going with a team. Uh, Heather, where's Heather? Uh, are you going to be taking some prayer? Yep, people praying. Yeah, and, and so there's an opportunity for us as a church uh, to be a part of the faith journey of students that leads them to ACC uh, through the Covenant Bible Camp in Uniclete. In fact, after the service today, uh, over by the mission board, there's a table with opportunities. If you want to find out, for example, how you could be involved in that ministry, how you could go out uh, to Uniclete to Covenant Bible Camp uh, this year, there'll be information for you. You can see that that makes a difference in the lives of these students. And so there's an intermediate connection uh, that goes on between um, the students coming from the village, going to the Bible Camp, and then there... Uh, making faith decisions, hearing more about ACC, and then ultimately going to ACC. So that's, that's good. Uh, who else? Uh, tell us about your faith journey and how you ended up at ACC. 
how my faith journey was before coming? Yeah. Um, I, my family, they're not Christian, but I used to go to the teen center. I, I still go when I go home. In Hooper Bay, that it's a covenant church, and there's a teen center. And I used to go to the youth group and church with my friend. So I went to church, but I didn't always act like like Jesus did to my family. But um, I heard of Jesus, or no, I heard of ACC when I was in eighth grade because they went out to recruit. Even though I was an eighth grader, I still went. And I heard more about it when I went to boarding school in Galena. And I was a senior, and um, they said that, like, after I applied, they told me I would get a free ride, full ride scholarship. So I decided to go to ACC after that. Yeah. So come for the opportunity to go to, to school, but stay for Jesus, right? There, there, there you go. Uh, anyone else like to share? Um, ever since 2012, I went on this trip called the Wow Trip, Warriors on Wheels, with uh, Grant Funk. <coughs> and back then, we stayed on campus for three days, which before that, I never knew about Alaska Christian College or I didn't even know it existed. But then ever since, ever since then, um, Grant was telling me that I should go to ACC, and I was playing around saying, yeah, I should go, and just joking around. And four years later, um, I'm at ACC. Yeah, it's amazing how that happens. Mm-hmm. And, and what difference has ACC made just in your walk with Jesus? It made a big impact in my life. Like, I've changed a lot. And hmm. Elijah, how did you get from Arizona to Soldatna, Alaska? I'm just curious. I want to hear how that happened. You mean Adam? Oh, Adam, I'm sorry. You're Elijah. Thank you. Yeah, Adam. Um, when I was 18... Well, I'm going to talk about my faith journey. When I was 18, I first accepted Christ on my birthday. Um, before that, I wasn't really... There's a VBS group that I used to come around a lot, but I didn't really take it in full effect until I turned 18 and I knew that everything bad that I was doing is going to be permanent on my record. And so I started to change my life. And... My friend uh, Tyler Smith went to the college a semester before me, and he kept bugging me about it like so much. I got, I guess you could say I got irritated about it. <laughs> but he kept asking me if I wanted to go, and then like for him to be quiet, I was like, you know what? I'll put him an application just to calm you down. And he was like, all right, it's gonna be fun and everything. I was like, okay, yeah. 
and then I didn't put it in at all. And it was like a week before school was going to start, and he started calling me, texting me, and everything, like, why haven't you put in your application yet? Like, I kind of don't want to, but I have to, but I don't want to. So I was like, uh, I don't want to do it. And so my coworker, I was working at a tow yard, and she told me, she was like, if I had a chance to go to Alaska, I would take it. So I was like, you know what, I'll just put it in and see what happens. By putting it in, I didn't think I was going to get accepted. I was like, they're going to turn me down like every other college would. So I put it in, and out of nowhere, she's all, you're accepted. Like, I was like, whoa, all right. <laughs> and she said that, um, we need you here in five, four days. And I was like, whoa, all right. Like, I have to talk to my family about that. <laughs> and she bought the tickets, and so I couldn't do anything about it. It wasn't refundable, so she already set me up to come to Alaska. So I was like... All right, told my family, and my family was like, are you sure? Because they were stereotypical about Alaska. It's winter all the time. And so they're like, it's dark there all the time. Like, what happens if you don't have a flashlight or warm clothes at all? I was like, wow. And then they were like, it's a scam. Like, did they ask you for your credit card and social security and all of this? And I was like, no. And so I took a real big step in faith. I prayed about it, and I asked God, if this is what you want me to do, lead me. So it took a lot for me to come here. Mm -hmm. And ever since being at ACC, I learned that um, it takes God's timing, not my timing, to have my family follow Christ. And to know that God's timing is the best timing. Mm -hmm. And to know that my family will one day leave. Yeah. Yeah, that is fantastic, Adam. So Adam, Elijah, Jessica, and Deborah, right? Thank you so much for sharing. That is wonderful. And and more to than the answers to questions, I, I hope that you've you really got a taste today of hearing these students' hearts and uh, the difference that Christ has made uh, through uh, the college, um, but through. Uh, people that God has placed in their lives. And really, uh, today is uh, a challenge and an invitation because in in a variety of ways, as you'll hear later on, each of us have the opportunity to be one of those people and and to make a difference. So thank you so much for sharing. Let's hear it for our panel. And... uh... Just briefly, as they, as they go to sit down, I just wanted to tell you that Jessica here from Hooper Bay is graduating in uh, just a couple weeks, so give her an extra hand. Yeah. And, uh, and the, the others will continue their academic pursuits and spiritual formation, so All right. thank you. Thank you. So before uh, Janelle comes up, uh, I wanted to... Uh, give Pastor Tyler and Pastor Todd, uh, it's the wrong time to be giving you a sweatshirt, I guess, as it gets warmer, but we still have some cool days. And uh, so we're going to give a nice sweatshirt to uh, Pastor Todd and Pastor Tyler. They can determine which size works for them. But isn't that a nice sweatshirt? All Very right, nice. So, there you are. Yeah. 
Wow, okay, thank you. Oh, th- yeah, thank you. Uh, are, are you trying to tell me something there, Tyler? Uh, that's okay. That's, oh, that's okay. And uh, Eric, you, you mentioned a student that uh, wants to share just a, a special uh, message of, of how their life has been transformed. Could you go ahead and, and introduce that student yeah, for so us? This is Janelle Oktoyak. And Janelle grew up in Anchorage uh, until about 12 years old. And then, uh, and then moved to the village of Imanic, and she's going to share her testimony, uh, some of what God's done in her life. So, Hi. So, like Eric said, I grew up in Anchorage. Um, I was born and raised there with my mom and my older brother, Justin. It was just us three um, living in Anchorage, and... Um, my mom was a single parent growing up. She would take us to church um, every so often, but it wasn't every week. It was like we would just go if we would wake up. And, um, yeah, we when we would go to church, I didn't really. My mom was, like, all into it, and she was paying attention and everything. And I was there sitting down having the donuts and just enjoying them. (laughs) Um, My mom, there was a point where my mom was drinking almost every day, and we wouldn't go to attend church. And during that time, my brother would pick me up, and we'd go across town to visit um, my cousin, so I wouldn't see my mom like that. And she um, she was starting to miss work, and I was starting to miss school. My brother was old enough to wake up and get himself to school. Um, and then um, there was this one point where my mom was passed out, and she was on the verge of losing me. Um, and she had this dream when where... Um, she told me that, like, Jesus was holding me in his arms and handing me to her. My mom didn't say anything, um, and my mom took that as a wake-up call, and she started um, changing and trying to slow down on drinking. She went back to work, and she was doing a good job. Then my grandpa would come visit from the village and where it's dry and there's no alcohol. So he would want to have like a beer or something. And it wasn't working too well for my mom. So she decided it was time to move out of the city and go take care of my grandpa who was just starting his dementia stage and needed help around the house. And so we moved when I was in eighth grade. I finished my eighth grade year. In Imanic, um, there I started attending um, the church, and that's when I gave my life to Christ along with my mom. And by the time eighth grade was over, my mom gave me two options to go to school. She didn't want me to stay in the village and have the education there. So there was two boarding schools that she offered me, um, it was either Galena or Mount Edgecombe High School, and I s- applied to Mount Edgecombe. 
got accepted, and I went there as a freshman. Um, and then sophomore year, I went back, and I really started going to church. That's when I started understanding um, what, who God is and what he does. And that's when I started, like, really thinking about my life and knowing that my dad wasn't there um, throughout most of it. And I was starting to, like, just feel this hate towards him. Um, And so I wanted to change that. I wanted to forgive him and move on. Um, So that started at the end of my sophomore year. And junior year, when I started going to church, like I said, I started going to a Bible study with a few other girls in my class um, with the pastor's wife. She would host it, and I told her about what I was feeling. She was like, okay, let me put together a study for forgiveness. And I said, okay, I would like that. And it took a while. It was really hard to forgive. But when I did... um, the lady, she was like, maybe it's time to reach out to your dad. I'm like, that's scary. I'm like, I don't, all I know is his name and where he's from. And by the time senior year came and I was going to graduate and leave Sitka, um, the lady and I, we were saying goodbye. We were taking a car ride and saying bye and having, like, thinking about my future. And she knew that I was going to attend ACC. Um, and she's like, oh, that's that's a good um, plan for you, for you to continue your faith. And she was like, okay, well, maybe, um, maybe you should write a letter to your dad. And for me personally, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to write the letter. I just told her, yeah, I'll think about it. And... She was like, it would be a miracle if your dad reached out to you. And at that point when she said that, I thought, you know, I, I chuckled and I was like, <laughs> I don't know. And she prayed for me. And then that following summer, last summer, um, he did reach out to me via Facebook. <laughs> and it was just a really intimate miracle for um for what God has done in my life, and know, knowing that um, throughout all growing up, I knew that he was real and um, heard about what he did in people's lives, and that was just really intimate um, thing to God, and that made me know that like he's, he heard my prayers and saw me through my pain, and now I can say that I met my dad last month. Um, and I'm planning to visit him after the school year is over. And then I'll come back to ACC in the fall to finish um, or to continue my uh, way to getting my. Um, degree in paraprofessional, and just being here this year at ACC has helped me um, 
helped my foundation or relationship with God and put a foundation on the relationship. It kept me in prayer and constant prayer, and it was just really helpful um, just so I wouldn't stray away. And that's the way ACC has helped me. Hey, Janelle. Can you come back up here for just a second? Hey, can we pray for Janelle real quick? I mean, that is a, it's, it's a big thing to get up and share your story. So thank you so much. And as Pastor Todd mentioned, uh, she represents, in a lot of ways, a lot of stories at ACC and what God is doing. And so can, can I pray for you real quick? Would that be okay? Lord, thank you for Janelle this morning. Thank you for her story and her courage and just sharing that. And uh, God, we... Um, so appreciate hearing about your faithfulness and how you work in families and work in our lives, and specifically with Janelle. Pray, Lord, a blessing on her life as she completes her schooling at ACC. And uh, for her future pan- plans, may she just sense your presence and your calling in her life. And we pray that she would continue to develop as a woman of God who is impacting your kingdom. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Janelle. We have a video for you to watch. Hey, friends at Community Covenant Eagle River. This is Keith Hamilton from Alaska Christian College. Hey, sorry I couldn't be with you this weekend. I'm down in California. I want to say a huge, huge Quiana thank you for all your years of amazing support. Every year on this weekend, I'm usually there to be able to come and bring some students and tell what your investment is doing in the lives of Native young people in Alaska. But I want to take you for a moment, though, on a little bit of a tour. If you want to look this way, part of your giving right now is going toward our new residence hall. This is a 34-bedroom, 10,200-square-foot residence hall that will accommodate now up to over 110 students on the campus of Alaska Christian College. We'll have volunteer teams coming up this summer. In fact, a total right now of 399 people have signed up to join us on this amazing debt-free project. If you want to bring your hammer down this summer, just let us know. Hey, I also want to say something really important. This year, we had 81 students come to our campus in the fall and then another 74 in the spring, which is tremendous. We broke all of our records. Thanks to folks like you that support us. This is this is amazing for us. However, it left us with a severe deficit in our scholarship giving. We have to commit funds to those students before they come. When we had about 15 more students than we anticipated coming, the cost was uh, extraordinary. So we're asking you this weekend to be a part of uh, ACC once again by assisting us with our scholarship and retention fund. And you'll hear about that a little bit later from Pastor Todd. But anyhow, God bless you guys. And thanks for being the largest donor giving church in the state of Alaska. And at the very top also from among the others in the lower 48 that give to this amazing place that you folks have been a part of since the day before it even began. So again, Kuyana, Teku, thank you for all you do for us. God bless. Well, for once, Keith does not get the last word. Huh? I do. 
And I uh, just want to share with you an opportunity that we have. You'll find in your worship guide this insert. tells you all about the college. And with the insert, uh, there is a, a giving envelope. At the close of our service, in the back, uh, there are baskets. And you'll have an opportunity uh, as God leads you to, to give a gift above and beyond what you would normally give here to the church uh, to bless the students in the ministry at Alaska Christian College. And so when the service is over, just drop your gift there in the basket. But let me tell you about the scholarship fund. They're building that new resident hall. They're going to be able to uh, someday, Eric, have over 100 students. Is that the goal? Uh, there's a budget of about $140 for scholarships. For $140,000, yeah, thank you. Yeah, add some zeros to that for the scholarships. Uh, but you're about $40,000 short right now. And, and so uh, your gifts today will go towards making up that difference uh, to make sure that more students can be reached and given assistance so they can come to Alaska Christian College. Also, there's opportunity to become a prayer partner. Uh, you can become uh, an ongoing partner in giving. You can go down and use your gifts and skills as a volunteer this summer as they're building the residence hall. There's all kinds of opportunity, uh, and our church has been there from the beginning. And we want to continue uh, to support that great ministry. So please prayerfully consider how God would have you be a part of changing lives, uh, many more like the ones that you've, you've heard today. Okay?